Because we're capable, we just have to put it on the pitch. Hey everyone, welcome to our podcast, The Bold Tackle. We are your hosts, Sophie Howard and Oliver Howard, and we are ready to tackle bold topics in sport, highlight the women's football industry, and speak about the unspoken. If you are ready to get an insight into what really goes on behind the scenes, join us on our journey and listen in to The Bold Tackle. Here we are again to a new episode of our podcast, The Bold Tackle. Hi, Soph, the day after Tottenham, how are you feeling? Rough, to be honest. I mean, I'm quite grateful. It's 9.30 today, not 7 o'clock. So you gave me a little line, which I'm very grateful for. Um, I think overall quite frustrated after the game, but it's just a game of football and we go again. We'll talk about the team performance in a second, but how did you feel your personal game was? Yeah, I think I had quite a a solid game. It wasn't perfect. I don't think it's ever going to be perfect. There's definitely things I can work on. But overall, I think um, in possession, I'm fairly composed and and found solutions. Um, Out of possession, I think collectively we struggled. So therefore, individually, it's quite hard um, to be on top of your game. But I think I did what I could. What happened in the second half that they were so attacking and it seemed like you and Yanina somehow had to keep the goal as clean as possible. Yeah, I think the issue was more in possession that killed us because every time we regained the ball, we only only managed to connect one or two passes. We never actually connected three passes or more. So therefore we lost it again and then we had to defend again. So the fact that we had to go or just drop deeper and deeper was because of our in-possession game. Often people look at it isolated, in possession, out of possession, but they're so closely related and us not being composed enough and and calm enough to find the solutions. We almost panicked on the ball, it looked like. Um, we therefore couldn't involve Lena Peterman up front uh, to do what she does best and that score goals. We couldn't get her high enough. And as I said, we just dropped deeper and deeper and couldn't get any pressure on Tottenham's players. That's something weird to see because seeing the first half you were you were doing really well you had a good two three four chances and then it seemed to get lost in half time in the changing rooms um i think we came out fairly all right uh, we had a big chance where we hit the crossbar um so that could have that could have been a goal but to be very honest tottenham could have scored in the first half as well we were very lucky not to concede there and it was Two three, I think, class saves from Yanina uh, that that saved us there. But as I said, like we we started quite all right, and then we just lost that composure and possession and that quality, and that just cost us in a sense of not being able to pull off our game, um, and we therefore had to drop deeper and deeper. What did that do to you mentally? I I think the issue is because. In our game, for us to press the way we do, for us to play the way we do, we have to keep the ball better. And if we don't do that, we end up so exposed, which we saw against Arsenal. And having been through that against Arsenal the week before, we knew we couldn't afford staying that high and that expansive and almost that exposed because that would cost us. So we had to revert back. And I think having learned from the previous week, we wanted to stay in the game 
and not concede two or three to then be out of the game and give it away. We're talking about the game very negatively, but after all, you did come away with a point, which is a great result to to get against Tottenham. Um, but at the same time, as we spoke about previously already, the expectations are so high this season after seeing what you can achieve and how well you can play. That is disappointing when you don't reach those goals on a match day to match day basis. Yeah, definitely. I think, as you said, it's those expectations that we have given ourselves and the pressure we put ourselves under. But I think the frustration comes from knowing that we can do so much better. If I was aware that that was our limit, then I wouldn't be frustrated. I'd be happy about a point. But knowing that we showed it in the first half, knowing that we can do so much better, um, it's just frustrating to walk away with, I say only a point. Yes, I'm fully aware we played Tottenham and they've had an excellent start to the season. Um, and if you look at the table, they're above us. So yes, a point is good. Um, but I don't think we can be happy with a point because we just don't do ourselves justice at the moment um, throughout the 90 minutes. I'd like to talk about uh, or, or have a recap of the last seven games and maybe after seeing what happened against Arsenal, uh, seeing the match yesterday against Tottenham, maybe get talk about an approach for the future. But before we get into that, we're talking about mentality now and I think it's a great time to maybe recap the last episode we had because they were cutting it afterwards, uh, publishing it last week. Um, there were so many great points to talk about. What was your feeling after the episode talking to Shauna Brown? I think it's that she's got so much more to offer than just her experience as an athlete. Um, there's so many facets to Shauna uh, that it was even difficult to even get a few in that episode um, when we were... But it was loaded, <laughs> loaded of different insights and messages to learn from. Oh, definitely. There are so many good messages for, for all listeners of, I guess, all ages and all genders. And it was like me, I've listened to the episode probably four times now uh, when I work on it and, and get out the quotes and whatnot. Um, and I feel like every time I listen to it, I get an, a different insight, a different message. And I think that the most amazing thing about the episode with Shauna, but also with Katarina the week before that was they're so humble. They're just lovely, lovely people, but they've got so much to offer. But they work so hard to get where they got to. Um, talking about Shauna Brown again, when she had that quote of um, mixed race, uh, single mum at home, but I still got where I wanted to be. She she used her background as a strength and as a tool to get where she is now. And I think that was just an amazing message. And the one I listened to the most was the one where she said when she has kids, she wants them to do as much as possible to learn so many different skills, which can then help in the future. That's something I'm going to take away from the last episode. Yeah, I think that's clearly what has influenced her journey. I think she mentioned her upbringing and especially her mom, um, kind of driving that within her, um, taking as much as he can be open-minded to everything, um, but know who you are. And I think, sure, as you said, Shauna used her background and her experiences as her fuel to go and achieve in whatever she did to go and achieve. Um, as you said, she didn't once play the, the victim card. Um, I think if she had, she wouldn't have achieved and she wouldn't have accomplished what she did. Um, 
but she used it as power, an experience that others didn't have to go through. And that was her superpower. And also, which I thought was so interesting of her getting bored if she hadn't didn't have enough to do um, and still doing her daily job. I would hope that in the near future, professional women athletes don't need to have a second job saying that same on the men's side in certain sports. I hope they wouldn't need a second job because being an athlete you saw with her is a full-time job and I wish people would just concentrate on it more and maybe there's a shift in earning millions and millions in football to earning close to nothing maybe on on the women's I don't know rugby side maybe they can move a little closer and at the same time um, everyone can really enjoy being an athlete and doing it full-time and giving it their all. Yeah I agree I think Every athlete dreams of being a full-time athlete in that sense. If you look at a lot of individual sports or, say, athletics or um, swimming, the amount of commitment they they have to put in to get to the elite level is unbelievable. And then to then think they're not being funded um, or supported 100%, in a sense of they can solely focus on that sport is actually mind blowing. But I think Shauna mentioned something really interesting that yes, I think she didn't have the choice of only doing her sport because the financial means weren't there, but she actually enjoyed the other part of life. She enjoyed having something else. Um, yes, I agree. I think that athletes should support, be supported in a way uh, that they can solely focus on their sport, but there's nothing wrong with also having something to take your mind off or to challenge you in a different way. That doesn't mean athletes shouldn't be supported 100%. Again, she used it as a positive and not as an excuse. Exactly. Maybe let's go back then to your season because we've seen the first seven games now. You're in midfield with eight points um, compared to last season and it was a great achievement and at the same time, you are disappointed, but trying to take away the positives. What's your recap after the first seven games? Um, yes, as you mentioned, I think we were going for more points than we have right now. Um, I think we're still went well underway and well in, in kind of our targets. But I think the frustration, as I mentioned earlier, comes from knowing that we can do so much better. But the biggest thing is... We have learned so much already in these first seven games. Take last week's game against Arsenal. We were devastated, obviously. You would with that scoreline. Especially was... after leading in halftime, being 2-0 up. Yeah, I think that made it even worse. Say if you go 6-0 down and you then come back with two goals, the scoreline's the same, but the feeling's different. Um, but we pretty much gave it away. Credit to Arsenal because they came out at second half flying. And... Any team playing against that second half Arsenal would have struggled because they were so efficient. But again, we didn't do ourselves justice. The the big thing, though, the positives we can take is it was an opportunity to learn and grow. The season's still long and that one game won't define us. What will define us is how we react and move on from that result. And I think we already showed learnings uh, in the game against Tottenham yesterday. But again, there's even more learnings from that game that we have to take away. 
What are the key learnings from the Tottenham game? Then, seeing the last two games, you went into half time playing really well and and leading both of these matches, and then gave those three points away. I think we have to focus on the first half performances because that is where we want to be. Even the first half against Tottenham wasn't our best, but we were so much better than we were in the second half. So I think we have to focus on the quality we put on the pitch in the first half. We also have to address the second half and what changes um, and what changes don't happen that we should make, um, whether that's tactically, whether that's personnel, whether that's decision-making. And we have to be honest with ourselves about these second half performances. But I think the the biggest thing is we can't focus too much on what is going wrong in that moment because it will become a thing. It will become a big um, fear factor in our game. And that's where we don't want to get to. You know, when you constantly address the same thing, you overthink it and you go into fear mode and we don't want that to happen. We will focus on what we have to improve on but we won't focus on this is always going wrong kind of thing. Do you think there's also a point in the endurance that in the second half there's not the same energy that you had in the first half, additional to we're not allowed to make any mistakes anymore? Um, No, I actually believe we're physically in a very good place as a team. I think what we can feel and what people can see on the pitch is due to us not keeping the ball. When you when you put so much hard work in to regain the ball and then you don't even keep it for three passes and you have to defend again, you will start looking tired because it's absolutely normal. When you're constantly chasing, you look tired. Um, if we kept the ball better and if we were just circulate it for longer, kind of catch our breath and be able to create our game again, then we would look way better physically. Do you think there needs to be a change in approach um, after Arsenal and Tottenham? And I know you're not the coach, um, but do you think there's anything you can change again or are you going to stick to the same game plan? Um, I think we have to start the games the same way because we're flying when we come out. Um, I do think we need to address, we need to have a plan B in case it does go wrong. And I do think we need to address the in-possession game in the second half because that is a mental thing because we're we're clearly showing in the first half that we're tactically and technically good enough to execute this game Mm. but we're just not doing it in the second half and for me it's not so much fatigue for me it's the mental side of the game so maybe we're gonna have to sit down with our psychologists at at training um, to work on this because we're capable we just have to put it on the pitch then I really hope you do put it on the pitch in the next match because I think you have one match left before you go back to Nations League. That's a topic we'll talk about next week. Um, but then I hope you do get it on a pitch and all the best for the preparations for the next match. And I'll see you next week. Yeah, I'll see you next week. We've we've got a mid-game week on Wednesday, so in two days, which is a cup game. And then we've got Chelsea. And we definitely need to be on top of our game against Chelsea, as everyone knows. Ollie, it was good to see you again. And I'll see you next week. Take care. Bye-bye, everyone.